This is a podcast from Rover. It's the Slam Dunk. Over the long weekend, I saw my son and his mates join arms and hug tightly one of their mates in a really emotional bear hug. Six or seven mates hugging their mate. His name is Hunter. It's a tight group, and it dawned on me, oh, this is why they're doing it. Yesterday, that young boy, Hunter, that they were hugging, left for Australia to live. And all the parents and boys of this tight group, all of us, have felt quite sad about this young fellow that's departed. He's gone because his parents are trying their luck in Australia in search of a better job, a higher paid job and a new start because there's not much for them here. They've looked around and doesn't cut the mustard. It sounds like across the Tasman, both factually and anecdotally, their job market and pay rates are now seriously leaving New Zealand for dead. We're well behind. No wonder our police officers, teachers, nurses have departed in their numbers and there are huge relocation allowances on offer as well. We simply aren't competing. We haven't even tried. Get this. So I start speaking to the dad who's off to Australia following his sons, right? So the, his sons have gone. He's going this week. They're both excellent rugby players and Australia will benefit from them. You watch. But he is looking at driving trains near Newcastle. The first two years, the training is paid $130,000, and then after two years, the full-time train driver gets one hundred and seventy k. There's no way that our train drivers here get paid that, 90 k max. one hundred and seventy k plus generous penal rates and the entire package is light years away from what Auckland Transport or whatever who runs the trains here can offer. The gap between the two countries and wages has opened up to now be a gulf. My cousin, he's age 62, he also lives in Australia. He's just signed up to be a double-decker bus driver. He calls himself a land pilot. Spoke to him yesterday. He reckons the money's pretty good. With a massive shortage of bus drivers in Sydney, they're now earning 100k driving buses. Heavy truck drivers in Australia are making 200k. They buy their truck after a year. They're working near the mines. The road workers with the stop-go signs up to 200k. Big economy, big salaries. Here in New Zealand, smaller economy, smaller dough. So why stay here? That's the question you've got to ask yourself. Increasingly, people aren't. Check these numbers out. So I've put these numbers together for some salary comparisons. A New Zealand nurse, 72k. An Aussie one, 96. Primary school teacher here, New Zealand, 66k. Aussie, 98k. Secondary school teacher here, 69. Aussie, 100. A builder in New Zealand, about 63k. Over there, 103. A chef here, 55. Over there, 71. Retail, uh, $50,000 here. Uh, over there, 71. A doctor, uh, 139000 uh, here. 203000 there. I heard from a police officer uh, that before Christmas, just before Christmas, 100 Kiwi police officers were ditching New Zealand and heading for Queensland. But when our skilled workers go, we create a huge problem. We have to turn around and train the next group. And who are they? And where do they come from? And it just leaves massive holes when these good people leave. It just means that we are exporting skills and experience. We've got to start again. Why don't we just save the money you're going to spend on hiring someone and put all that money into paying them properly in the first place? All that trouble and cost it takes to hire someone, pay the person who left better money earlier. Do our bosses and company owners keep things too tight? Could they share profits more and loosen the company purse strings? Are they selfish and do they do enough for Kiwi workers? It's said that we are not productive enough, but boy, it's hard to hear that when New Zealand workers work their butts off. Plenty of hours. The thing is, Australia is just a massive economy with more jobs, more opportunity, more people and more exposure to things like mining. They have minerals that we don't. Competing with them is deluded. What we need to do is we need this government working overtime on the real economic issues and barriers holding us back. But don't expect that for a week or so, because first we must go through the annual hand-wring and jaw-boning exercise over Waitangi and the treaty, which I consider ultimately will come to nothing. But hot air and a bit of aggro, that'll that'll be around for, for a week or so. The real issue they really need to look at is making us competitive and well compensated for being competitive. However, we'll wait a week, as Christopher Luxon will soon trek to Waitangi where Māori are promising to light a firecracker right under his backside. And he probably deserves that because he's going to be asked lots of questions. But the real issue is a competitive economy. So let's get this out of the way and get down to business because we need to.